Radio Theater Project. Radio Theater Project. A radio drama series featuring comedy, science fiction, and mystery. 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 Old stories and new. Radio Theater Project. Theater of the mind for today. Future Past dramatized stories from the golden age of science fiction. In the future, mankind has grown beyond Earth's planetary system into the edges of the galaxy. Colonies were built by anyone who could afford a spaceship, from serious students of history to crackpot groups who planned on creating a utopia off Earth. Presenting Section G, The Search for Tommy Paine, based on the story Ultima Thule by Mac Reynolds, adapted for radio by Joseph McGuire. personal interview with the head of Section G, Rose Metaxa, Ph.D., diplomat, magna cum laude, professor of international relations. I am honored. Oh, enough of that. All of the trainees come to see me first. It's how I hope to understand and connect with those who work for me. So, Veronica Bronson. Ronnie, ma'am, if you don't mind. Okay. What are your politics? Uh, politics? No, no politics. Third generation, UP citizen. Any family? No, my parents are dead and I'm an only... Wait, isn't that my... Racial prejudices? What? No, I don't understand this. Earth is such a polyglot of mixed peoples that to have racial prejudice, I'd have to hate bits of me. Good answers. Always like to check these things out for myself. There are over 2,500 colonized planets out there. Not all of them with mixed peoples like Earth. You climb mountains. Yes, I do. Why does anyone climb mountains? Because it's there. (laughs) You've got a sense of humor. Good. You'll need it in this job. You mean I've got this job? That's right. I'll be damned. Probably. Do you know what Section G does? Well, not exactly, but it gets me off Earth and out to see the galaxy, so I really don't care. Well, the galaxy is a big place, and there are a lot of colonized planets that need watching over. That's our job, watching. Uh Uh-huh. I'm ready to work. Good. Your job is to arrest Tommy Paine. Ever heard that name? Not that I can say. He's a firebrand, causes all sorts of trouble. There aren't too many people who believe he even exists. But off you go to room 2201. Sydney Jakes will do your prep. Um, uh, here it is. Sydney Jakes' office. Doors open. It's always open. Have a chair. So how was the old woman? Not sure what you... Filling your head with information about how screwed up the galaxy is? Mm, does seem an odd way to hire a person. A few minutes of conversation, then pass along to the next link in the chain of command. She knows what she's doing. Irene, is that badge here yet? Because I'm holding it here, waiting for you to ask me for it. You'll get it when I get it. Now let me work. All right, all right. I love you too. Send it in when it comes. What's your assignment? She wants me to go looking for some guy named Tommy Payne. I'm supposed to arrest him. The commissioner said you'd give me the details. Irene, I want to... Oh, it ain't here yet. You're not reading my mind, darling. I need an H gun. Yeah, I'll put it on the list. What do I need a gun for? Tommy Payne has done some assassinations as well as messing around in other worlds. He's a quick lad with a gun. 
And he's a nihilist. What's a nihilist? A bunch of 19th century nuts. I believe by bumping off a few grand dukes and czars or so, they could force the ruling class to grant reforms. The commissioner said a lot of people don't believe he exists. Do you? Sure. I was close to his work. So I know he exists. Good old Irene. Here's your badge. Has your name and does a neat trick. If anyone else has your badge, it's dull. As long as you hold it, it's shiny. Ooh, shiny. Another package in. That's the H-gun? Yep. Let's go to the shooting range so you can learn how to use it. Hey, I've shot guns. Not this one. It has some nasty tricks. After a little practice, you're off to the local rocket port to meet your assistant, Millie Tug Prendergast. She'll brief you. Sorry, I was late to get to the rocket port. What's wrong, Ronnie? We can't get a rocket to New Albuquerque. Really? Clerk, let's talk. There is no room on this rocket. Indeed. None. Not even for the Bureau of Justice, Section G, two agents. Now punch out those tickets. Yes, ma'am. Here's your tickets. That way to the boarding tunnel, you can skip security. This is the fastest I've ever got on a rocket, and I thought we were a low-key organization. Sure we are. Sometimes, though, we have to use our power. Okay, what's with New Delos? I wasn't briefed. I'm your briefing, partner. So? Brief me. When we're on the starship. Now, sit back and enjoy the ride. Comfortable accommodations? First-class starship compartment? Nice. How about a quick update before dinner's served? New Delos is a theocracy. Modern citizens in a theocratic world structure utilizing highly sophisticated technology, with a god-king as the head of state. How do they keep people believing in a god-king? Modern technology is pretty convincing. The priesthood gets some dupe to get his face chained every 20 years. Looks like the same guy's been in charge for decades, if not for a couple of centuries. So what has Tommy Paine done to muck it up? He blew up the God King. Understand that all the blasphemers must be crushed. We are living in an age of cosmic strife. The just must rise up so that we can smite down the evil in the universe. Now, O supplicants, we ask for your assistance. Go to the tithe boxes and be divine. I will stand silent. What a lot of tripe. Oh, I know, but at least I'm aware now. Where did you get the subversive literature anyway? It just appeared up in my room one day. It had the name of Tommy Paine on the package. I'd been talking to some guy and telling him how this holiness stuff didn't mean much to me anymore. Yeah, ever since they took my brother and sent him to the holy camps, I am thought, well, there's something funny going on. A truly holy god king wouldn't need a secret police to run things. Well... This ought to let the world know if he's godly or not. It's placed just right so no one else should get hurt. Interesting reading. Tommy Paine did all this? His signature was all over the job. Thanks for the latest update. Pendergrass out. Oh, you're back. Things are getting hot on New Delos. I just talked to HQ. Mobs are storming the temple. Maybe what Payne did is a good thing. Don't be unthinking. 
Now Tommy Payne is going to get on a fast starship out of there. Hmm, could be. How many spaceports on the planet? Only one. The priests don't like outside influences. Holy smokes. Maybe Tommy Payne is trapped. If the priests close down the single spaceport, he won't be able to leave. Want a drink to celebrate? I don't use cerebral depressants. Sure, sure. We'll be at New Delos in a couple of days. I need to plan. Thanks for coming to the bridge. I have some bad news. We aren't going to land on New Delos. Why not, Captain? Well, anybody who lands there won't be able to lift off. The government is in paranoia mode from the assassination. What if I told you that it is a Section G emergency? Nope, still not doing it. What about a lander? We can commandeer that under Section G authority. Hmm, that could work. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. You can take the lander in an hour. Good luck to the both of you. Calling New Delos Spaceport Control. This is Control. We're coming in to land. Be warned that if you land, you will not be authorized to take off again. We are in a landing pattern and can't stop. This spaceport is under emergency lockdown. We will confiscate all landing vehicles. We are with the United Planets, Section G. Our orders are, let no one land. This is Sub-Priest Orly, sending landing telemetry out. That was close. Excellent landing, Millie. Just part of the job. Look, the view screen shows several armed soldiers. Yeah, time to meet the government. Stop right there. Nice machine pistol he has there. We're from the United Planets. That's of no import. You're under arrest for unauthorized landing. It wasn't unauthorized. Subpriest Orly told us we could. We're a delegation from UP. No one has ever arrested a delegation. You are, I mean, a subpriest? There's a taxi. We promised to go straight to the UP building. Now. Ah, uh, sure. With things running out of control, who cares? Move on. That was interesting. Good work again, Millie. Where to? UP building. Sure are a lot of people out on the street. Demonstrations against the government? Stupid people. You'd think things were bad before. Weren't they? No. Last week, I was with all the rest. I never did believe David the One was really immortal. But, you know, you get used to the idea. It had always been that way, with the priests running everything, and we knew where things stood. Now, I wish we were still that way. So, now, what's gonna happen? That's an interesting question. You could have a better world. Bah! I've had three square meals a day, decent job, good school for the kiddos, a nice place for my family to live. Now, who knows what'll happen? Well, just about anything in the way of new government will be better than one based on superstition and inquisition. It couldn't get worse. Things can always get worse. Get out of the way, jerks! Here's United Planets. That'll be 30 credits. Hey, didn't I just drop you off here about half hour ago? Yeah, thanks for remembering. Where to? The Delos Holy Hotel. Well, that was useless. I know. Sending all the staff off planet is not good planning. What now? We have to get hold of someone in the new provisional government. What about that sub-priest who let us land? Good idea. 
You think Tommy Payne took off with that starship that UP sent off world? Since he's the only one that has left the planet since the death of the God King, could be. <sighs> well, I sure hope not. So what's next on our agenda? I'm going to go see that sub-priest. I'll get you an appointment. It takes a certain twisted mind to work through any bureaucracy, and mine has all the right curves. I'm still learning about your talents. There's a lot to learn and a lot to appreciate. You are Subpriest Orly. My assistant set up a meeting with you. Yes. How can I help you? I'm with Section G, Interstellar Security, sir. Nice badge. And it's your holiness. Not that people care much recently. What do you want? I'm here to see if there was any outside interference in the recent revolution by persons from other planets. You suspect that David the One was assassinated by an outsider? I am merely here to investigate the possibility. If I were to find evidence of interference, then I have the authority to arrest the person or persons. If we got a hold of them, you'd have small chance of asserting your authority. What do you want to know? I understand that no starship has left New Delos since the assassination. None except the United Planet ship, which was carefully inspected. Even our government can't stop the UP ship. But what about secret spaceports, possibly located in some remote desert or mountain area? I can assure you we have the technology. We know what is on our planet. And what about outsiders? We have never encouraged outsiders to come here. When they do, they are watched very carefully. Thank you so much, Your Holiness. I have very much appreciated this talk of ours. Good day. Hey, Millie. I didn't expect to see you at the UP building. Since you were out running around, I thought I'd drop by to chat with Muli Hassan. Yeah, just getting caught up on my buddy Sidney Jakes. Supervisor for Sex and G now. <laughs> Good for him. Enough of that. I've got a sneaking suspicion that we've got Tommy Payne caught. Where? How? Right here in this building. All we have to do is look over the personnel in the computer, and we have him. Interesting idea. What makes you think he isn't out there on New Delos? Too tight of a world. Too much control. He's got to be right here. It's going to take some time to program this. No ahead plans. But okay, boss. I'll get on it. Well, that's it. After many hours, nothing. According to the searches of the data files, nobody here in this building could be Tommy Payne. Then he must be on the UP starship to Avalon. Well then, on to Avalon. I'll get on that. We'll be in space in under an hour. Another luxurious stateroom. Another week in space. Tommy Payne has to be on Avalon. That's why we're on board this starship. So what's Avalon like? I've read a few books on the subject. Industrial feudalism, a planet controlled by a few robber baron families. It looks like a constitutional monarchy. Really? To me, it looks like a democratic government with a three-party system and a free market economy. You need to read between the lines a bit deeper. Look at the money flow and you see who controls what. Money is power. The people seem satisfied. So do fish who swim in water filled with crap. Hmm, that's a little cynical and a stinky metaphor. Glad you met me at the Camelot Bar and Grill. It's been a rough week. 
Bartender, I'll take a galactic hotshot. Let me tell you, Tommy Payne is not on Avalon. Mm, that's pretty definite. Looking over the evidence presented by Agent Bolchen, I have to agree. You know, I, I never thought of Tommy Payne as a single person. I think he... I think he's a group. How does that help? Any of the people you eliminated on New Delos could have done it, being part of a bigger group. We'll head back to the hotel. Thanks for your help. This hotel has a great shower system. Glad you like it. I have Sydney Jakes on the Porticom. Sydney, you want to talk with me? Don't look so down. I'm not calling to send you back to base. Millie has filled me in on the situation so far. She did, huh? Just to let me know you're still working on it. Well, what now? Go back to New Delos and recheck the people at the UP building? Mm, I don't know. Possibly this whole New Delos thing was a false alarm. At any rate, there seems to be a hotter case in the fire. If our local agents have it straight, Payne is about to pull one of his coups on Kropotkin. This is top secret, of course. One of the few times we've ever detected him before the act. Where's that? Kropotkin. One of the most backward planets in UP and seemingly a setup for Payne's sort of troublemaking. The authorities, if you can use the term applied to Kropotkin, are already complaining, threatening to invoke Article 1 of the Charter or to resign from UP. Do you know Kropotkin, Millie? I've heard of it, rather vaguely. Named after some old anarchist, I believe. That's the place. One of the few anarchist societies in UP. I think that's your best bet. Hop to it, Agent. We're going to catch this Tommy Payne guy. If word gets around about his activities, then we'll lose member planets like neutrinos down a gravity well. When I joined Section G to see the galaxy, I certainly didn't think I'd see three planets in under a month. And now it's Kropotkin. By the way, your move. Interesting move. I'm a third-generation UP citizen, and I never knew that there were so many crazy colonies out there. Your move. Like Amazonia? An all-women colony? A planet of Amazons. How did they survive without men? That's a silly question. In vitro fertilization, of course. Brought the eggs and sperm with them. That wasn't the crazy part. Mm, got you on the run. Your move. What's the crazy part? When they had boys. They enslaved them. How does the UP allow that? We must look at the long term. No system lasts forever. Eventually it fails of its own accord. Just like your game of chess. Checkmate. Aw, man. What an idea. Self-check-in. No robot, no computer. Just a box with a hole on the top for money. Millie, take care of our luggage. I'm going to have a look around since we started this hunt. I haven't had a moment to myself. It's such an Earth-like planet. That's a good idea. If you want, I'll go with you. No, no. I mean, I need to be by myself and reflect. I'll be going now. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, young woman. Welcome to Kropotkin. How do you know I am from off-world? Oh, you can tell. Does this world remind you of Earth? A couple hundred years ago. Nice place now, but soon, ha, not so nice. Why do you say that? My son bought this pa 
power pack to power new electric water pump. This power pack is dead. And now he will have to buy a new one. You could just build them yourselves. We could, but that would mean industrializing, thus ending the role paradise that we have. That's what I mean, that this will come to an end. My son wants an electric pump. Oh, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. One power pack, an electric pump. Can't change everything. My neighbors are buying all sorts of gadgets. An electric bicycle, an electric light with a built-in power. Just a few gadgets. One by one. Item by item. Where these gadgets come from, we don't know. We don't seem to be able to find out. Peddlers just come and sell them. Ever heard any names? Sometimes. I hear about a peddler named Tommy Payne. Funny name. From an old earth radical, I think. Thank you, sir, for an enlightening conversation, and good day. Seems odd. When I go someplace and come back, I can always find you at the UP building. Where else? Did you have a nice look around? Why, yes, I did. Those were two Section G agents who just left. Why, yes, they were. You were giving them instructions. I was listening through the door. You were talking to them like you were their boss. Very interesting. What do you think that means? Let me see your Section G badge. Here you go. Silver-edged, not bronze like mine. Why would a supervisor agent pretend to be an assistant? You tell me. I think we should take the next starship back to Earth so that I can tell our bosses why a supervisor would pretend to be an assistant. (laughs) Sounds good to me. (laughs) You agree? Sure, why not? Now I know something strange is going on. Ronnie, welcome back. You know, you're one of the quickest recruits ever to return from a Tommy Payne assignment. It's good your secretary took my gun from me. I am sorely tempted. I understand. Before we go any further, just to check, who is Tommy Payne? You, Rose Metaxa, Millie Prendergast, and all of Section G. Section G is Tommy Payne. Good, Agent. Irene, how about clearing me through to the Commissioner? I want to take Ronnie in for her finals. Let's go. Rose is always free for the finals. All of my life, I have been a dedicated United Planet citizen. All of my life, I have considered its efforts the most praiseworthy and greatest endeavor man has ever attempted. Of course. We all know that. Or... You wouldn't even have been chosen as an agent for Section G. I resigned that position, Jakes. To the contrary, you are now in the process of receiving permanent appointments. Section G is a secret department of the Bureau of Investigation devoted to subverting the non-interference Article 1 of the United Planets Charter. Of course. You don't deny it. Why would we? Article 1 is the basic foundation of the Charter which every member of UP and particularly every citizen of United Planets such as ourselves has sworn to uphold. We know that. Don't interrupt me. But the very reason for the existence of Section G is to interfere with the internal affairs of member planets, to subvert their religions, their ideals, their very way of life? You really shouldn't take it so hard, my dear woman. I knew Delos. You knew they were going to assassinate the God King. You probably did it yourself. We never go that far. Just supported the rebels, that's all. The assassination was their own idea. And why meddle in Kropotkin? 
they were happy in their lower tech lifestyle. We had to kick them into gear because we'll need them and every UP planet soon, most likely sooner than we think. Come, it's time to let you in on the real secret. An elevator behind a bookshelf in your office. How clever. Now we're down in some... Section G storage vault. It looks like a burial vault. You could call it that. Look at the glass box in the center of the room. Good lord, what is that? You tell us. It's a creature the size of a rabbit. My word, it has clothing. Is this a sapient creature, an alien? Why is this being kept secret? It's chilly in here. Let's go back up to my office where it's more comfortable. Now for my speech. Ronnie, humankind isn't alone in the galaxy. There's other intelligent life. Dangerously intelligent. That little creature down there, the size of a small monkey? That little fellow down there was picked up by one of our Space Forces scouts over a century ago. How long he'd been drifting through space, we don't know. Maybe only months, but possibly hundreds of centuries. However long, he's proof that man is not alone in the galaxy, and we have no way of knowing when the expanding human race will come up against this other intelligence and whoever it was fighting. You're assuming they're aggressive. Perhaps coming in contact with these aliens will be the best thing that has ever happened to man. Maybe that little fellow down there is the most benevolent creature ever evolved. We could tell that their craft was in some sort of battle. The ship was so badly damaged we couldn't make it work or figure out the technology. All we could discover was just enough to make the scientists concerned. A century ago, that's a long time. Sooner or later, Ronnie, man in his explosion into the stars is going to run into either or both of the opponents in that conflict. Then the purpose of Section G is to push the member planets of UP along the fastest path of progress to get them ready for this eventual inevitable meeting? Trying to push each planet colonized by malcontents and crackpots is a difficult task. They don't like it even when it's for the better. So how do you know that it is better? I don't. Trying to choose that next rung up the ladder that gives people more freedom, more drive for independence, it's the best we can do. But how can you account for the fact that these alien intelligences haven't already come in contact with us? The galaxy is a big place. We're at the edge of the galaxy, but as we explore and colonize towards the densely star-populated center, it becomes more likely that we'll run into someone. We need capable agents badly. On-the-job training is best. You are one of the most promising we've had in years. How is that, Mr. Jakes? Because most probationary agents take four or five planets to figure out Tommy Payne reeks. You took only three. But what's the wind-up with all this pushing and prodding? What's the ultimate end? I wish we knew. Irene, bring in Ronnie's silver badge. Thanks, boss. I suppose I'm ready for my first real assignment. And if possible, I'd like to work with Supervisor Millie Prendergast. 
This was Section G, The Search for Tommy Payne, based on the story Ultima Thule by Mac Reynolds, adapted for radio by Joseph McGuire. In the cast was Tristan Johnson as Ronnie Bronson, Christine Yautzi as Millie Prendergast, Roy Nessel as Sidney Jakes, Joanna Bruno as Rose Metoxa, other parts played by Andrew Christensen, Dave Van Meer, Donna Ray Brockman, Joseph McGuire, Tori Cuisenberry, Innocencio Valderrama, Claudia Cimini, Dave Johnson, Rebecca Murray, and Irma Bode. I'm your announcer, Ann Bodelnash. Future Past theme by Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Sound design and dialogue editing, Jay Charles. Production assistant, Irma Bode. Directed by Dave Johnson. Recording engineer, Juan Arakin. Recording technician, Carla Ayala. Produced by Joseph C. McGuire. Recorded at KSVR Studios in Mount Vernon, Washington. This is a Radio Theater Project presentation. This program is supported with a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.